Hi everybody, welcome, welcome, back to Monday, back at noon. Let's do this, let's get your questions. What is on your mind? What do you want some help with? Is there somebody that you talked to over the weekend? Do you wanna know what to say next? Did somebody do something that bothered you and you wanna know how to address it? Whatever your issue is, whatever your problem is, whatever your question is, go ahead and ask it because that is exactly what I'm here for. And of course, as usual, I bring you something to talk about because why not? Now, what I kind of came up with this week is, well, for today, is something that I've been talking about all of last week, which was a question that I found, I think it was on Slate, and it was a woman who went on a date with somebody, and it was a first date, it was a great first date, she totally enjoyed herself, and then they went back to his place and had sex. And then the next morning, he lets her know that he's in a relationship, but it's an open relationship. Now, she was very confused about this. She kind of felt like she was played. And the question that I want to ask to you guys is, what do you think went wrong in this? Was it her fault for not asking straight up what his situation was? For assuming that he was single and unattached? Or is it his fault for not saying something directly from the get-go? So it's just gonna be me and you guys today because Rebecca is actually not popping up. She's feeling under the weather. I totally understand that. I went out dancing all night long on Monday night, feeling somewhat of the same way, but still dragging my butt over here, getting up on Instagram Live with you guys because I just absolutely need to reach out and connect to you guys on a weekly basis because you are my people, you are my loves, and I just enjoy doing this for you and with you. So, hey, Joe, how are you? Gonna give you a little wave here. Sushi, hello, how are you doing? Uh, as usual, you guys, just pop your questions up anytime. It doesn't matter what I'm saying, doesn't matter what's going on. I always love to hear from you, always love to know what's happening. Hey, Kemi, how are you? Um, so happy to see you guys popping on. We got new people coming up, so I'm gonna, I she love, 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 love seeing you guys. Um, so here's a question, and weigh in. If you go, hello love, if you go on a date with somebody, ah, oh, thank you for that. So she says, always glad to see you. Sushil, love that, so beautiful. Um, <clears throat> if you go on a date with somebody, and it's a first date, and you have a great time, and the evening just progresses, goes on and on, and you go back to his place, go back to her place, for the man out there, you have sex, because it was just such a great date, and you felt so connected, and then you find out the next day that they are in an open relationship. What went wrong? Um, so Joe says his fault should be open and honest from the start, uh, oh, cut. Camille, let me see if I can read this properly. Camille, Camille Jones. I got the book, No More Assholes. It's great so far. Thank you, Camille. Thank you. Please go leave me a review on Amazon. You guys, I love you. This is why I write these books because I've been there. I've done that. Been there. Done that. That's why No More Assholes is the title of the book because that was a moment that I had standing in my kitchen going, no more assholes because I had had it up to here and 
And, and, you know, I write this because I want you guys to fall into what I have found, which is a soulmate experience, which is somebody who would just not hurt you, who will love you and elevate you. And if you leave a review on Amazon, people follow the herd. And when they see that other people have gotten something from that book, they're more likely to go buy it, which means they're going to elevate themselves too. So thank you. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Mwah. Sending you so many kisses. Um, so with the scenario that we're talking about today, going out on a date with somebody, going back, having sex with them, finding out the next morning that they're in an open relationship and feeling played, what should have happened so that that would not have gone on? And Joe says, it's the guy's fault for not being open and honest from the start. I absolutely agree with you, Joe. Absolutely 100% agree. You know, really the rules of, of doing this kind of thing, of having an open relationship is the open part. You need to be open with everybody involved. Uh, Sushil says, what do you think about real beauty? Sushil, can you expand on that? What is real beauty? Give me that definition so I can understand what you mean. Um, not saying something is lying, right? So is, is an omission of a detail lying by omission? And it kind of is. Um, the three, so Camille says the three month, uh, the no, sorry, the three month rule should have been used 100%. I really think that both of them in this scenario should have done better. So he absolutely should have, should have been open and honest about his situation and not led her to believe that he was on a first date as a single person. And had, you know, they met on an online dating app. And obviously he didn't say, I'm in an open relationship looking for a secondary partner. So there was some misleading going on there, this lying by omission on the dating app, and then also on that first date, never mentioning that he was already in a relationship with a primary partner and looking for a secondary partner. So absolutely he was in the wrong by disclosing that the next day, after getting what he wanted. That was not fair to her at all. And so I come to my second point. We as individuals also need to be self-protective, which means we need to make sure that we're getting all the details right away so that we know what's going on in this picture. So on that first date, and this is what I teach my clients to do. Hey, Ronnie. On that first date, so Ronnie, just so you know, we're talking about what happens if you have a fantastic first date and then you sleep with the person and then find out the next morning that they're in an open relationship. So if, like you just can't really trust people to disclose everything because when I look at what this guy did, it was self-serving. He didn't disclose he was in a relationship. He waited until after they had sex to let her know what his situation was and let her believe that he was single and available. What she should have done for herself, and I want everybody to do this on a first date. Guys, when you make assumptions, 
you put yourself at risk of getting hurt. And that's what happened in this scenario. She assumed, just because he omitted that information, she assumed that he was single and available. And she enjoyed the date, she enjoyed the sex, but then she felt hurt the next morning when she found out what the real situation was. So this is, this is your, your script. And I love scripts. I love giving you the words. And it's, it's kind of fun for me because I understand how the female brain works and I understand how the male brain works. And when I'm talking to men and giving them a script for women, there's a lot more words. And when I'm talking to women, giving them the script for men, there's a lot less words. So, but here's a general script that you can use uh, <clears throat> that you can use on a first date to make sure that you're catching the omissions. So you're sitting on the first date, you're having a great conversation, you feel like you want to continue this. This isn't like a, you know, the door is closed because I see too many compatibilities. I'm definitely not gonna see this person again. You know, if you think that, there's no reason to have this conversation. But if you think you wanna continue seeing them, you have to have this script. You have to say this, okay? Are you ready? Hey, you know what? I've had my fun and and I've done my exploring and, and I've done my, you know, fun times and it was great. But now I'm really looking for something serious. I'm looking for someone to, and you're gonna list off those two or three really important things that you want to do with a partner. Do you wanna buy a house with your future partner? Do you wanna have children with your future partner? Do you wanna travel the world with your future partner? What do you want to do when you find that person that I'm gonna call your forever home? What are those things that are so important to you? Hey, Jason. Um, what, are, what are the things that you just absolutely don't want to live without? when you are in that solid relationship, lay down two or three on the table. So let's say buy a house and have children. Hey, I just wanna let you know, I've had all my fun and now I'm looking for the partner that I'm going to buy a house and have children with. I'm not saying that's you. Women say this to men because they might have a panic moment because they think like, oh my gosh, she's building everything in her mind already and we don't even know each other. So put that caveat in. Not saying that's you, but that's the partner that I'm looking for. What about you? And what you're doing when you say this is you're putting your intent on the table. You're being very clear about what it is that you're looking for, what it is that you want, what it is that you're expecting from the person sitting across from you. And when you finish that with what about you, it opens the door for them to let you know what it is they're looking for. Now, had she said this on her first date, he would have said, well, I already have my partner that I bought a house with, that I'm gonna have children with, or that I do have children with. And what I'm looking for is a secondary partner. And that would have given her, as Maggie in the background, that would have given her the opportunity to make the decision that's right for her. And that's what this exchange is all about. It puts your intent on the table. It gives them an opportunity to put their intent on the table. Now you're actually clearly seeing each other 
and now you can both decide what is best for you. If you're sitting across with somebody who's already decided they don't want kids, and you say you want to start a family, then they're going to know this isn't going to go anywhere. You're not compatible because your values and your ideals and what it is that you want in a relationship are not matching up. So it is super, super important to make sure that both of you have your intents on the table on the first date. And there's a dating coach out there called Matthew Hussey. I'm sure most of you are very well aware of him. Super hot dating coach from the UK. He's hitting the US big time. He's been to Canada. And the way that he, you know, and he works with women a lot and he advises women. And his rule is that you date and you have a good time and you don't ask that question until you're about three months in. And then three months in, you would say, uh, you know, I want to know where this is going. Is this serious for you or not? Because if it's not, then I need to shut this down and then continue seeing other people. What I find Matthew doesn't understand when he promotes this method of not communicating your intent in the beginning, because he says if you're going to communicate your intent early, you might scare him off. I don't think so. I think that when you're sitting across with somebody on a first date, they already know what they're there for. And men, agree or disagree with this? I'd love to see your comments. I know we got a couple on here right now. Do you not know when you're sitting across from a woman on a first date if you're there for just fun or if you're there because you're looking for a long-term relationship? Those are two very separate mindsets. And we all know, so Sushil, when is the right time to get physical? So, uh, you know, I love a no kissing for three months rule. And here's the reason why. There's a chemical that's produced during a kiss that locks a woman's mind in. It tells her that she knows everything she needs to know about somebody, even if she doesn't, because that chemical has an effect on the brain. And guys, you know, women, you know this, when you kiss somebody, even if it's on a first, second, or third date, you're gonna say no to anybody else who asks you out. Men, you don't have that same effect. You don't choose because of that chemical. You choose because you want to, because you feel like it. And and so when you use, oh, sorry guys, I keep doing this. When you use a no kissing for three months rule, you don't let that chemical come into play, which means you don't confuse yourself. But that's just the kiss. When it comes to being physical, ladies, do it the moment he makes you happy. So say you're sitting on a first date and he makes you laugh, he makes you feel warm and fuzzy, reach out and touch his hand. You go on some more dates, he's making you laugh, warm and fuzzy, you're appreciating the way that he's conducting himself, he's being thoughtful, grab his arm, hold his hand. The more you progress with this, as you're doing this three month no kissing rule, the more affectionate you should become because the more you should be appreciating who this person is. You should always show what's happening inside through signs of affection. Affection is very important to men. You can do no kissing for three months with a man and he will wait those three months for that first kiss if he's looking for a relationship. If he's not, 
he's not going to hang around, which is why I love the no kissing for three months rule, because the people who are not looking for a relationship take themselves out of the equation. Uh, Joe says you can scare someone off. For example, he doesn't want kids. She does. Absolutely. And you want to scare them off if you're not on the same page. Uh, so relationship ends immediately where as if he found out three months later, his feelings towards her would be significantly different. So yes, it is. It's so dangerous to fall for somebody when you're not on the same level, when you're not on the same page, when you're not thinking the same things, when you don't have the same values, the same goals, the same ideals, and you shouldn't wait three months to find out if both of you are on the same page because, and this will happen more to women than it does to men, because our bodies are different. I mean, look at us. We are so different on the outside. Of course we're different on the inside. Of of course our brains function differently. Of course our chemistry is different. We are affected in different ways by oxytocin, by phenylethylamine, which is the, the chemical that's created during a kiss. Um, how will I control for three months? So are you saying you lack any impulse control? That's what I want to know. If I'm dating somebody and I want to know who they are, I'm putting that three month no kissing rule on the table and I want to find out what their impulse control is because if you can't control yourself for three months, I don't think you're right for me. I don't think we can have a solid, stable relationship. So how will you control yourself for three months? You will use impulse control. And is it hard to go three months without kissing? Absolutely. Absolutely. The more you fall for somebody, the harder it is to not kiss them. And I've done this. I have done this. And it has been hard. But do you know what? I controlled myself. And I want to know, can the person across from me control themselves? Like, if I'm going to put one marshmallow on the table, and I say, listen, that's your marshmallow. You can eat it anytime you want. But if you don't eat it for 20 minutes, I'll give you a second marshmallow. Can they wait 20 minutes for the second marshmallow? I want the person who can wait 20 minutes. I want the person who can delay gratification to get a bigger reward. And that's what I am. I value myself so much that I see myself as a reward because I know what I bring to a relationship. I know how devoted I will be. I know how much I will care for the person and I will care for them as a verb. I will take care of them when they need it. I will put myself out for them but I want to do it for the right person. So she says, yeah, it's hard to control for physical. And the people who can't go to jail for rape. Let's be honest here. If you can't control yourself, you are now a criminal. So if I'm telling you I'm not going to kiss for three months and you're going to say, uh, uh, I'm going to take her sexuality without her giving it to me. Fuck you. I'm sorry, guys, but that's not okay. I want to know who you are, and I'm not going to confuse myself by adding a chemical that tells my brain I know everything already, even if I don't. 
I need to know who you are. I need to know if you're responsible. I need to know if you're in a relationship. I need to know if you lied to me. I need to know who your friends are because I want to hear what they're going to say about you. I need to know who your family is because I want to see how close you are to them. I need to know if you go to work on a regular basis because I want to know how responsible you are. I need to see your house because I want to know, can you keep up? with the basic upkeep of your living quarters. There's so many things I want to know. Hey, Kayla, how are you? There are a lot of things that I want to know before I commit to a relationship. And if I kiss you, that commitment will take place. And again, you don't need to take my word for that. All you need to know, well, all you need to ask yourself, if you're a woman, if you're a woman, Ask yourself, in my past history, have I committed to somebody that I kissed on a first, second, or third date and then said no to other people who asked me out? If you're a man, go ask your female friends, hey, if you kiss somebody on a first, second, or third date, do you, do you then say no to anybody else asking you out? So Carmi says, I did, the, I did the no kiss or sex rule with my ex. I was still sleeping with and it really helped me realize I don't really like him or the way we are together. So yeah, it really helps you understand who the person is before you get tied up, before your heart gets involved, before your emotions become confused because you've committed to somebody that you don't know. It doesn't make any sense to do that. So on this first date, absolutely ask what their intent is. Lay down yours first because my number one relationship rule is it's not fair to ask for anything you're not willing to do first. So if you're going to ask somebody what their intent is, then absolutely let them know what yours is first. I've had my fun, it was a lot of fun, but I'm not there anymore. I'm not in the selfish short-term thinking frame of mind anymore. I'm not just looking for people to play with. I'm actually looking for somebody who wants a long-term relationship, who has goals that they want to achieve with a partner. Here are mine. What about you? Where are you at? And what are the goals that you want to achieve with your future partner? Once you ascertain that, let them know you're not going to kiss for three months. Uh, so Carney says, uh, on and off for 10 years, the book helped me truly get over him. That makes me so happy makes me so so happy so guys here's the book that she's talking about no more assholes you can find this on amazon you can find it on Barnes and noble you can find it on indigo <clears throat> you can even find it on ebay anywhere where you like to buy books this book is for sale right here lovely no more assholes your seven step guide to saying goodbye to guys and finding the real man you're looking for. Now, guys are what I call selfish short-term thinkers. Men are generous long-term thinkers, and it goes both ways. So girls are also in a selfish short-term thinking frame of mind, and women are generous long-term thinkers. The difference is guys and girls are just having fun. They're not in relationship mode yet. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have fun. I've been there. I've done that. I had a great time. And then when I wanted a relationship, I was in woman mode 
and then I was looking for a man. I didn't want to try and establish a relationship with somebody who wasn't looking for one. And so what this book does is it helps you figure out the frame of mind that the person is in. When you say, I'm looking for a relationship, what about you? And you get them to state what their intent is. It helps you understand, are they a guy or a girl? Or are they a woman or a man? Once you understand, if you're on the same page in terms of, of your mindset, selfish short-term versus generous long-term, if you're on the same page in mindset, then you start looking at compatibility. But don't look for compatibility before you understand the mindset. Because if you're compatible with somebody who isn't in the same mindset, guess what? You're headed for a breakup. You're headed for a heartbreak. And you don't want that. Uh, so, Carney uh, says, I got mine on Chapters Bookstore Online. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, you can get it in ebook, you can get it in paperback, just whatever it is that you love to read, just go find it wherever you buy books, go, go find it. And once you've read it, go leave your review on Amazon because it helps other people understand what they can gain from the book. Uh, Sushil says, how many times to get physical for a healthy relationship? So I don't understand that. You're going to have to rephrase that. Um, I'm trying to read this. I think I need glasses. Carmi. Carmi says, yes, it helps you understand your own self-worth. Mm, you are making me so happy today. It really does. What this book does, so first things first is the first section in here. And like Carmi said, it helped her finally get over somebody that she was in and out of a relationship for 10 years. So the first part really helps you clear somebody out of your life that shouldn't be there because they're eating up your time and your emotions, but it's not going anywhere. If you need clarity, if you need to understand whether or not this person is right for you, this book will help you do that. And then it helps you level up. And what I mean by that is just what Carmi says. It helps you understand your worth because sometimes when we're spending too long with people who are taking us down, we devalue ourselves and so we're here. And when we're here, this is the level of behavior that we accept, the level of love, the level of communication, the level of effort. But when you understand your worth and you elevate yourself, and I call it leveling up, when you level up, now the people that you're looking for need to give more because you understand that you yourself offer more and you are worth more and you're not going to go down and try to bring somebody up you're going to look for somebody who's on the same level as you and i highly stress the importance of this i don't think anybody should let themselves be taken down so she says how many times to have physical in a month for a healthy relationship. So say you've you've done the no kissing for three months rule, you kissed on your third month anniversary because you understand who the person is, you 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 know you know you're compatible, you know you're on the same wavelength, you know you're looking for the same things, you've sealed the deal because you just find so much compatibility with that person and now you are in a relationship. So how many times a month should you have sex? Listen, as much as you want as much as you can. It really depends. Hello, Tangerine. 
it really, really depends how many times you should have sex in a month. My husband works 100 hours a week. He is very tired. He has little energy left over. So we have sex less than people who maybe work 40 hours a week and they have a lot more energy left over. Maybe they have a higher libido. So, and your libido is also affected by how much energy you have. Um, it's affected by your mental state. Are you, are you depressed? Then you'll have less sex. Are you very happy? Are you very bubbly? Are you very energetic? Then likely you'll have more sex. So it all depends on the compatibility of the energy and the couple. And, and so, you know, maybe somebody will accept having less sex because their partner is more tired. So there's, there's a lot of things to take into account. The amount of sex that you have depends on, on how much you're just going to negotiate between the two of you. And if somebody is unhappy with the level of sexuality in a relationship, then definitely you need to have some more communication. You need to understand each other more, maybe go see a sex therapist, maybe somebody needs to work a little bit less or needs to, to take some more vitamins or something to get their energy levels back up, they need to eat better. What needs to be done so that each person is happy with the level of sexuality in their relationship? There's no, there's no hard and true answer. Some people have sex five, six, seven times a week. Some people have sex once every two weeks. Both of these couples may be perfectly happy with the amount of sex that they're having. If somebody is unhappy, that's where the problem is. So there's no, there's no straight answer for that. Tangerine says, I'm in a relationship, but I do have infatuation towards another guy. Do I love my boyfriend? I'm confused. That's a great, great question. Um, so here's the thing, just because we're attracted to somebody else doesn't mean we don't love the person that we're with. We are not monogamous by nature. We are mammals. We are mammals that are designed to procreate. And there's a reason why there's this term out there, which is called the seven year itch. And I know some of you have heard that. And basically a lot of relationships at about seven years will be affected by somebody being attracted to someone else. Oh, hello, one, whoa, I'm gonna say ones, hello, ones. Um, so if you're attracted to somebody and you use the word infatuation, so that's kind of like a really strong word, so highly attracted to somebody, um, what is going on? Are you simply attracted to them or are you sneaking around behind your partner's back? Are you having, are you having secret, secret communications? Are you having secret meetings? Are you being physical with this other person? It's okay to be attracted to somebody. It's natural to be attracted to other people. Again, coming back to the fact that we are animals, we are mammals, and we are not monogamous mammals. There are some monogamous mammals. Beavers are monogamous. Voles, which are a type of rodent, are monogamous. Swans are monogamous. So there are 5% of mammals on this planet who are monogamous, but human beings are not. How do we know? Because you can be in a loving, devoted relationship and still feel attracted to somebody else. That's how you know. And that seven year itch was instilled by mother nature. 
Why? Such a great question. So I want you to think about back when we were cavemen and cavewomen, and we were living in a world that was very different from the world we are in today. So no hospitals, no buildings, and we lived in tribes, and we had to survive. And the way that our species survived was the way that all the species survived, which is the strongest mate. And in order for the, for the babies to survive, you have to have the strongest gene code possible. And how do you know when somebody has a strong gene code? They have symmetry in their form. And so that's what you find attractive. That's what attractiveness is. It's symmetry. When the face is symmetrical, it means the genes are symmetrical. And when something is symmetrical, it is well built by mother nature. And so we are designed every seven years or so to seek out another mate. Why? To seek out somebody who's stronger. Why do you think older men tend to go for younger women? because they show signs of fertility. That's a design by mother nature for them to want to seek out fertility. They find fertility more attractive. What do women find more attractive? Strength. So somebody who's a good provider. We got a bunch of comments here. Um, so yes, secret meetings. I really feel bad about it. Okay, so knocking out. Wish I could listen more. Gonna get your book on my lunch. Thank you, love. Thank you. Uh, it's okay to date somebody, two different girls at the same time, with permission. With permission. It's okay to date two different people at the same time, as long as you are open and honest about the situation. Um, if you're kissing. If you're not kissing, that means you're not committed to anybody. So you need to be clear about the level of commitment. If I use a no kissing for three months rule, I'm clear that I'm not committing to you unless I kiss you and I'm not gonna commit to a stranger. And guys, if you want more about this no kissing for three months rule and you want some more scripts about how to do that, make sure you're going to Facebook tomorrow night at 8 p.m. because I'm doing a webinar all about this no kissing for three months rule. I'm gonna give you more science behind it. I'm gonna give you the scripts on how to do this. I'm gonna help you make sure that you can keep somebody intrigued and interested for that whole three months. Um, so is it okay to date two different people at the same time? If you're not committed to anybody, and if it's clear that you're not committing until you have that first kiss, then the whole point of no kissing for three months is not locking into a stranger. And so yes, you should be open to dating other people during that period. You don't need to say, by the way, I went on a date with someone else. If you're dating, you're like you're seeing you know, this person and that person, that person during that three month period. You don't need to show up on a date and go, by the way, I had a date yesterday with somebody else. You don't need to disclose that. That is your business. If they ask, I always say you need to be honest. Somebody asks a question, they deserve an honest answer. So you go on a date with somebody, you're not kissing, and they say, you know, I'm just curious, are you seeing other people? And if you are, then you say yes, absolutely. So do be honest. Honesty is a key policy. Uh, so going back to Tangerine, who is having secret meetings, you need to have a conversation with your partner. Uh, or you need to shut it down, one or the other, because relationships really, you know, they require honesty, they require integrity. 
and and like I understand this push and pull I understand that mother nature designed us to like feel pulled towards other people but it's not fair to your partner if you're only partially in this relationship while feeling fully engaged in another one so what needs to change what is lacking in this relationship that you're feeling so pulled into another one uh so it's okay dating two different girls i would like to more about open relationships hello diane um okay so guys uh i'm gonna log off for today don't forget go grab your copy of no more assholes by the way i do have more books i cover all the bases when it comes to relationships so if you're just getting over a breakup then is out of station always oh is that the problem your boyfriend is always gone and that's why you feel so you're feeling lonely that might be the problem um, if you're feeling lonely if you're feeling disconnected this is this is something that really does tend to pull us towards other people uh, gives less attention to our relationship hey Mariam um, so yeah so it sounds like really the problem is loneliness so do you need to be with someone else because you're feeling so disconnected in this relationship this is really something that you need to explore and that you need to figure out uh, so if you need to get over a breakup come back queen helps you put your heart back together if you're feeling hurt hello lovely uh, if you're dating online or just dating in general and you want to know the different types of wrong guys that are out there the posers you know and posters are people who are faking who they are I'm faking that I have money I'm faking that I'm responsible um, I'm I'm faking that I'm a decent person right so posers losers scammers predators I address those types in this book I tell you how to recognize them so you don't get caught up with these people um, so fake love need not apply is the book for that no more assholes is the book that's going to help you vet this is the vetting process in the dating world so when you are out and you are dating and you are meeting people and you're you're face to face and you're interacting how do you separate selfish short-term thinkers from generous long-term thinkers you need to know how to do this so that you can then vet for compatibility once you've eliminated the selfish short-term thinkers I don't want you to fall for a selfish short-term thinker and then get your heart broken and have to start all over again I call that the bounce where you're getting in a relationship because you find compatibility but then you figure out oh no this this is wrong we're not on the same page you get your heart hurt and you have to start the process all over again bouncing in and out of relationships but if you're smart you follow my advice you vet for mindset then you find compatibility by using no more assholes and you have a first kiss sealing the deal on a great relationship because you know it's great already now you're just gonna figure your life out together after the first kiss is the book that walks you through that first year because you're going to go through another stage so the first stage is the courtship phase this is those three months three months is all about the courtship it's all about putting your best foot forward it's about all about showing the other person who you are and what you offer once you have that first kiss you're probably going to go into the second stage which is the insecurity phase because now you're invested now you have feelings and now 
you're, you're going to be afraid of losing that person. And that's when insecurity tends to kick into high gear. And what I love about the no kissing for three months rule, which I teach you how to do in no more assholes, you have memories to go back on during your insecurity phase. I know he's devoted because there was opportunities for that person to choose other people, but they always chose me. So that is the great part about no kissing for three months. But then you also need to figure out how are we going to combine our lives together? How can I handle the ex, the baby mama? Because, you know, as you get older, people have children. And so they have an, you know, an ex-partner that is still in their lives because hopefully this is a good man or a good woman. They co-parent well, which means there is an ex in the picture. How do you handle that? That's a tricky, tricky subject. I teach you how to deal with that in this book. How can you handle you know, them going back to work, going back to their real lives? Because during the courtship phase, we really lean in hard and heavy. And what happens is we kind of put life aside for a little space of time so that we can devote a lot of space and time to this new relationship. But that can only last for so long. We have to get back to work. We have to get back to our regular hours. We have to get back to the people that we neglected during that three month period. And so now it creates more time and space in the relationship and, and you need to know how to settle in there properly. But here's the thing, we bring baggage more likely than not into the relationship and that will cause fights. So then I also wrote, fix that shit. This is the book that walks you through the sticky stuff those problems that are hard to solve what are the fights going on about i'm going to get you to a place where there is zero fighting in your relationship so guys wherever you are in your love life i've got you covered you can find all of my books on amazon indigo barnes and noble ebay anywhere anywhere you buy books they are available go to any bookstore and say i want to order this book they will order it in for you I make it so convenient for you to lean into my work and find it so that you can use what I've gone through to help you make sure your love life gets to a fantastic place. Listen, I have chosen the wrong partners over and over and over again. I finally stopped doing that. I found somebody amazing, but I brought baggage into the relationship. He brought baggage into the relationship. I had to learn how to deal with an ex because he is a good co-parent. And this is all difficult things. They were so hard for me to deal with. And we fought a lot. But I got us to a point where we are now five years without a single fight. It is incredible. It is the most loving, devoted, amazing relationship. And I teach you how to get there. There is so much support and love and affection. And our love languages are just so met and I want you to know how you can have an absolute soulmate in your life. This is so important to me because I believe in karma. And I know that if you learn from me and you create something amazing, the love that you are creating in your life, it is infectious. And it is not only going to come back to me, but all of the love that you created in the people around you is also going to come back to me. And we have this exchange. I teach you, I bring it to you. It creates something incredible in your life and it all goes back and forth. Guys, this is my goal. I really want to change how love is created. Uh, request to be in your live video, why not?
let's do it. All right, guys, we got somebody coming in live right now. Let's see what this question is going to be. God, I hope this is going to be good. So Jay, Jay wants to join in live. I'm hoping he's got a good, good question for us. I'm up for this. Um, let's see what's going on here. So it's taking a little bit of time. Uh, hmm. Okay. 